0: Jewish Board Talk with Sharice Zaffert.
1: It is amazing how one man can transform and positively impact the lives of so many children in our community. I'm not sure exactly how and why Taekwondo teacher Andre Fantondo came into our suburbs, but the community can be pleased he did. In a little while, he, together with Marissa Katz, a senior trainer, will tell us about how martial arts can instill the value of discipline. As always, you're welcome to join in the conversation. You can tweet me at GaiFM, SMS me on 34519 or WhatsApp me on 0618951019. Andre's ta- Taekwondo Academy is more than just martial arts. It's a place to build up kids from the age of three. It creates confidence, courage, perseverance, and integrity. So says Andre Fantonda. Um, um, ta- taekwondo instructor and trainer And he's here in studio together with Marissa Katz who is a special Needs expert and therapist So Andre and Marissa welcome and thank you so Much for joining me.
2: Thank you so much Thank, you. thank you very
1: much. Um, firstly Andre What is Taekwondo?
2: Taekwondo is a Korean martial arts So um oh. The difference between Taekwondo and Karate is, Karate is Japanese, which is more hands. Um, I know they use legs as well, but, um, they call Taekwondo the ballet of martial arts. So it's all the, the fancy kicks and flashy stuff and all that. And music as well. I mean, if yeah, yeah. think of
1: ballet, we would not have music. <laughs> yeah.
2: We have extreme martial arts as well that you have to use the music with acrobatics and gymnastics and all that that comes together and then obviously we compete at tournaments with that as well
1: And Andre when you talk about martial arts differences between karate and taekwondo there are so many different martial arts that are out there does it make a difference which one you do in terms of instilling discipline in a child?
2: No definitely not I do believe strong that any martial arts are good for kids um, but it's the instructor that makes a difference in the kids life I mean I started karate um, back in the day in 1992 that was my first form of martial arts. And unfortunately, with the instructor I had back then, um, he broke me down more of the time. And then in 1995, I started taekwondo, which I had a brilliant instructor back then. And um, he actually built me up again. So, yeah, no, the instructor does play a big role in so martial arts. So it's
1: not innate within any martial arts that certain ones are stricter and certain ones are more you know, fun. It depends on the instructor itself, not on the discipline.
2: Definitely. It definitely depends on the instructor.
0: And, Marissa, let's bring you in here. Um, How did you get involved? Well, um, I was first looking for a martial art for my children. And um, we were handed a pamphlet at a shopping center, and my son was interested. And my daughter nagged to come with as well. And, um, yeah, they really enjoyed their, their first lesson. And that's how it all started for them. I sat at the back for three years. <laughs> and um, Sabonim Andre joined our club then. And he nagged me to start. And I had hip problems and knee problems. And I really had 101 thought, reasons why you absolutely <laughs> could not do it. Absolutely. And in 2009, we took our kids to the World Championships in America. And that's where I saw how many families were actually doing it. Moms, dads, kids. And, yep, so when I came back, I decided to start Mm -hmm. and I haven't looked back.
1: So we're going to take a break now. And after the break, we're going to look at how a martial art can actually help members of our community.
0: Jewish Board Talk with Sharice Zaffert.
1: And I am talking to Andre Pantonda and Marissa Katz, and we are talking taekwondo and how it can help build up kids. Um, Andre, it seemed to me like earlier this year, every child I spoke to had just returned from America and had gotten <laughs> a, a medal at the um, international championships. Obviously, comp- competition comes into it um are you supportive of that are you supportive of kids having opportunity to perform
2: yes i feel that it is important because obviously if you don't have a goal to work towards to um eventually a long longer journey in your martial arts life then you intend to give up sooner than reaching your full potential and um with the kids that went to to world championships um it was hard training and the competition is a really stiff that side so and everybody did perform their best they can do. Um, unfortunately, we didn't bring back world champions this time, but. But you
1: brought t- back huge amounts of medals, gold, silver, lots, lots of them.
2: Yes, um, there was. Um, a lot, everybody did very, very well there. And um, uh, we've got. Uh, our, the color belt divisions are a whole lot easier than the black belt divisions. And the color belts performed very, very well as well. We got, um, of our two color belts that went, um, they got gold medals that came back. Amazing.
1: I mean, you take them from three.
2: Yes. Why?
1: <laughs> <laughs>
2: um, because I feel in, in every part of your journey in life, you can install some kind of discipline. And with nowadays, um, parents are so busy with work and both parents need to work to, to make an income and a living. And it's so difficult. So... And I feel like nowadays with, with classes and so many kids coming together from different families that the discipline part is starting to, to fade away. And if you install that life skill from a very, very young age that you have to sit and listen and use your focus and your concentration and your uh, just all that life skill so you can actually learn. And it, it is tough at the, uh, the age yeah, of three, but. Uh,
0: yeah, um, Marissa? Um, what I also like, want to say is um, I'm a teacher and a remedial therapist, and um, taekwondo deals with a lot of um, strengthening of the core, of crossing the midline, even fine motor. When, when they're dealing with their little weapons in their hands, fine motor muscles. So it's not only gross motor muscles. It works on the whole body, which is really good for the kids.
1: And in terms of special needs, while we're talking about it, do you open classes for kids specifically with special
0: needs or do they get included in the class? Um, We have a a younger group that um, is basically special needs on their own. Right. Um, And recently we actually have started to include... Um, the older kids in with our basic children, so I'm there to support them. So you're there both as a martial arts instructor, but also as a therapist, correct? So I, I, I'm using both both my both passions. Your skills. So <laughs> yes, so I, I, I'm there assisting. You know, um, some some of the kids are really ADHD, right? And um, so I can calm them down or. I can even take them into our other little training room and train with them on their own if they need, if they need that. Or if there are kids that um, are just a bit slower, then I will work with them next to them, helping them along. So we're talking now about um, physical abilities, crossing the midline.
1: And we're talking also about discipline. Um, Andre, how do you build a child up using a martial art?
2: Positive reinforcement. And um, we have a very, very nice um, system that we use with It's with attitude stripes and cards they collect. So once they get 10 attitude stripes, um, they, they get a card. So there's a lot of cards. Um, but the fun part is if they're naughty at home, then mommy or daddy can take away the attitude stripe. <laughs> uh, okay. But, um, yeah, you, you'll be actually surprised. If kids got something to work for, you can get a whole lot more out of them than just um, trying to push them harder and stuff. But if you say, okay, you can get two or three attitude stripes if you can do 20 push-ups and let's have a competition and see who can do the best push-ups, you'll be amazed. at. Uh, I mean, some of my six-year-olds can do better push-ups than kids that's 14-year-olds.
1: You, you talk about, you, you mentioned earlier that a lot of kids, you know, there are lots of kids, they don't have discipline, they don't know uh, boundaries. And what, what I like about what you just said is, you know, the martial art, what you're trying to instill there is brought home. And I'd actually be very curious to know to what extent the home does reinforce it, to what extent the, you have to start again from scratch. Do you find children coming with all the attitudes, drives taken all, <laughs> and you start again?
2: Um, not really, no. <laughs> I think the parents feel a little bit too sorry for them. But you you do get <laughs> you one like or two. To,
1: would you like the parents to be more strict?
2: <laughs> if they're um, pulling out hand or it's like if they're very naughty at home, then yeah. <laughs>
1: so it, it, it's amazing that you, uh, you're providing something that uh, – not a, a structure basically. What you're providing is a structure for what happens in you happens everywhere. It's a consistency.
2: Yeah. No, definitely. Yeah? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so. Marissa?
0: No, definitely. I mean, I remember when my, my son was small, um, he, he became naughty at one stage, and I actually gave his belt to Sabonim Andre. I took off his whole belt and, and gave it to him. Which and must have been very devastating for him. It was, but it worked. <laughs> <laughs> and for you, it was uh, you had to
1: kind of reinforce. Uh, what I'm basically saying is, mm. in a way, our parents leaving to – external players, the role of discipline and attention and behavior. And to what extent? Yeah,
0: yeah I think it is happening a lot um, in the schools and in the extramurals um, where the discipline is kind of left to the teachers and the instructors. Um, it is quite a problem. Um, and often it might just be the parent not knowing
1: how and where and what you provide is the guidance.
2: Yes. Uh, also something coming back to the extramurals and stuff, I feel that there's so many guys out there that's doing extramurals and stuff at schools that is only there for the money. They mm. they, they don't have that passion anymore. So they just, uh, you job. know what, it's a job. And and that's the sad part. And every now and then I, I, I have to sit down and and tell myself because it gets challenging sometimes especially if you have 20 kids that you have to work with that's not disciplined and just calm down and meditate a little bit and it's like okay let's start again from scratch and try to build these guys up so it, it is tough working with kids but it's a passion that I love and I can't see me doing anything else than this
1: and you've obviously grown with a lot of the kids
2: Yes, um, um, some of the kids been with me now for 11 years
1: 11 years, it's absolutely amazing And those are the black belt kids I imagine by now
2: Yes, <laughs> no definitely
1: So Andre, where do you teach?
2: I teach in 120 Ivy Roads in um, Norwood So mm-hmm. right next on these shows
1: oh, and What, what um, I also like about your school Is the children can come as often as they wish Or not, no Sorry,
2: um, preferably twice a week, um, but we have different programs as well. So basic, advanced, extreme, and then our black belts. And so it depends on what program they are, and then they have an option to come as many times as they want.
1: So it's um, obviously the more you do it, the more into it you become, or do you get burnout?
2: I feel that everything to a certain extent, um, sometimes if you're very excited, let's say it's a new student that starts today and you're very excited and you want to come every day, you're going to burn out so fast because uh, like nowadays with kids, I mean, the concentration is only that far. I mean, if they're bored, they they download a new game. Okay, play it for a a month or so, then they get bored and then download a new game. Now. Unfortunately, life is not like that, yeah. especially with the martial arts it 's yeah. you have
1: to but perseverance 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 no definitely
0: there 's also, also a lot, a lot of goals to work for in Taekwondo because the little ones see how the the older kids actually come now and assist in the class so we 've got a leadership program as well right which brings out the the leaders in the kids so it 's a, a whole program that has been set out by the ATA in America. It's a thorough, thought-out program. It's really, really good. So basically, you
1: belong to a bigger school. So this is not Andre and Marissa out there doing their own form of taekwondo. No,
2: we fall underneath American Taekwondo Association. So they—they they actually are a very young organisation. Next year they will be turning fifty years old. So um, in South Africa, taekwondo, our organisation is twenty-five years old.
1: Wow, and Korea.
2: Um it it's it's I think this is a story for another day how it how it came because it's a long story and it's actually a very interesting story how um some of the um chief masters from America brought over the the eternal grandmaster that started the whole thing in mm. America and Back in the days, it was still war and only men were allowed to, to train and not women and not kids. And, I mean, if we look back at how the organization grew, I mean, it's amazing.
1: And your classes are, I think, 50%, I'm guessing, just from all the kids that I know that do it, so 50% girls, 50% boys.
2: I would say more 35% girls and about 75 right,
1: Which is quite a high percentage. Okay, then all that remains is for you to give out your contact details.
2: Yes, so my cell phone number is oh seven six five seven nine six eight double six, and I've got a web page as well that you guys can check out. It's um, atajoburg dot com, and um, yeah,
1: that's fine. And if anybody didn't catch, uh, catch that, they're always welcome to contact me, and I'll be very happy to put that on uh, give it to them but in the meantime thank you very much and well done for all that you have done and uh marissa thank you and andre for coming in and sharing um your experience with taekwondo
2: cool thank you so much for the opportunity